let's talk about sex. Hey folks, how are you? This is Sexy Marriage Radio with Dr. Corey Allen and Gina Paris. And we are glad you're here. You can find out more of us at sexymarriageradio.com. And we'd also like to hear from you by calling our feedback line at 615-567-3996 or email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And if you're not really sure what Sexy Marriage Radio is all about, well, here's just a little bit what we're doing. We talk about sex. Pretty straightforward. And marriage, and marriage obviously, because we think the best sex is happening in marriage. And we want to try and help you have better sex. And a better marriage. And of course, in a better marriage. And this time... I think one secret to great sex... Go for it. ...would involve great orgasm. How about that, Corey? Well, that's typically the point of sex for a lot of people. I know, which is ironic because you and I try to help people not necessarily make that the goal of sex. Right. So this show, this show is a little bit of a departure. That's right, because we are going to talk about how to unlock the mystery of the female orgasm. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I hope I learned something. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and this is probably, uh, the idea came from, um, on Simple Marriage, which is my other home on the web, I was doing a giveaway for his and her Christmas presents. And, and so what, to, to enter in the giveaway, you had to leave a comment. And it was, what are you asking Santa for, for Christmas? Mm -hmm. And one of them came through that said, I am asking Santa for the, I want to learn how to give my wife an orgasm. Because Santa would obviously be the person to ask. Well, he is the giver of all good things, is he not? <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet. And, you know, at the same time, I had a reader over at, at my blog there at winning at romance.com and she was commenting about why why sex is always on her terms because we're trying to help the ladies be a little more generous lovers and and not be so uh withholding all the time and she says well i know it it's sex is on my terms because my husband is totally insensitive about how to please me sexually or, or to what turns me on sexually so together with that feedback and stuff we get at sexy marriage we thought it would be nice this holiday season to unlock some mysteries. Absolutely. Because it is one of those things that in, in popular culture and in a lot of, a lot of women and probably even a lot of marriages, it's elusive. Mm -hmm. You know, what, yeah. what comes to my mind is a Seinfeld episode of where they never, they never talked, they never said the word orgasm and they never talked about going down on a woman, but it was very clear. That's what they were talking about. And it was George and Jerry talking and and Jerry's like, well, no one really knows what's going on. I think you just close your eyes and hope for the best. <laughs> and sadly, that's probably pretty spot on. That is so funny. Wow, that is so sad. So let's not get all our sex advice from Seinfeld. That would be pitiful. <laughs> that's where you get some good oh, humor advice. Humor advice. Yeah. So, okay. So in, let's help the guys right off the bat. Okay. To how to help these uh, to help their woman get aroused because, uh, like I told you right off the bat, one thing that women 
place a high priority on that men don't even give a second thought to is fragrance. And I don't know that women tend to be aware that, that we're influenced by smell, but much more so like, like it's number one or two for a woman, probably next to what she hears. Okay. Where men are so stimulated visually, we're just, it's not the same for us. So if we say that a man falls in love with his eyes, then a woman might fall in love with her ears and even her nose. It's very sensitive. Right. So, so my tip, fragrance-wise, interestingly, would be if, if a guy smells like, if he's wearing some cologne that includes a musk or musky undertones, did you know that simulates testosterone? So that's arousing. Okay. So that is a that is a cheap, fabulous tip. So we just up the sales of musk scented <laughs> cologne. Yes, this is really funny because I used to be a sales rep for fragrance anyway, and my girlfriend Kelly, who does uh, Diva Talk Radio with me, she's a million dollar business owner, has tons of businesses. You know, money is no object to her, and she'll say, you know, it's a dumbest thing uh when jules is wearing jovan musk i guarantee he's getting lucky it's like <laughs> four bucks at walgreens or something okay so fragrance on your body but think about how many fragrances are available you, you oh. know from the from tons exactly tons. so s please smell good yep. and that is thoughtful and then even candles in the air and and lotions and yeah, and well, and the other thing to help kind of set the stage exactly. is if if sex is occurring, if, if you're going normal household, right? Sex most likely is occurring at night, right? So, fellas, you don't need the stink of the whole day on you still. Exactly. Shower at night. You know, shower when you get home, put the kids to bed, or I don't know what your what your schedule's like, but spend some prep time, in the sense of just get clean, wash wash the day off to enjoy the time you can have with your wife because that, yeah, that, that just you don't want to have anything that can derail things yeah fragrance that's big and that's that can be really big and have the bedroom be beautiful like if you're setting the setting the stage i yeah. mean the, it's frustrating to a woman if we're tired and and now we've just gone to bed and now is the first time you reach over and, and you're making a move like oh gosh really right and oftentimes so, the move a better right. it doesn't mean grab a breast yeah thank you it because that's that's just a grope you know that's a clear signal of what you have on your mind i understand that but typically it's not received that way no if you're gonna grope you'll have better luck in that shower that the aforementioned shower is a good idea together and um yep. more heat is also better so yep. there's that kind of this joke or I don't know what it was, a survey, whatever, that showed a woman is 30% more likely to achieve an orgasm if her feet are warm. Really? Did you not know this? I did not you know, didn't know that. this? No, I did not. But it makes complete <sighs> or, sense. Yes, and if sex is hot and sweaty, there's a higher concentration of testosterone all the way around right. from a woman's body. Right. So I like a steaming hot shower usually when paul gets in the shower he's in pain he's like oh my oh, that's, gosh how can you take this exactly that's the way i am with my wife i'm like i gotta turn this down just a little <laughs> bit come on i'm, I'm melting oh <laughs> I, I love that i want steam coming off of every okay. inch of my skin when i get under the covers i love it well and that's <clears throat> that makes perfect sense because coolness can 
derail things because then all of a sudden you get in your head and all and what we've been talking about so, thus far is trying to set the stage with a woman between her ears. Yeah. You know, it's getting her mind into the idea because that's the most powerful, potent organ that there is when it comes to sex. Yeah, remember it's much we're the only species, the female human is the only species that's aroused by her own pheromones. Yep. So so really women when we're we're getting aroused and enjoying sex and and having this orgasm, it's really about our, our own sexuality and feeling sexy and allowing pleasure. Right. Because you you have to in in essence, you have to give yourself permission to enjoy the experience. It may not be yeah. that it may not be that straightforward, but at essence I think that's what we're talking about. It's a I'm going to acknowledge this part of me. I'm going to acknowledge my sexuality. I'm going to acknowledge my power. I'm going to acknowledge my presence in this moment. I'm going to be present in this moment. And I'm going to just see what happens. Because when you're chasing an orgasm, if that's your goal, it makes it even more elusive sometimes. And more stress. Right, right. because then all of a sudden you, you have to work at it, and it's, it's a goal-oriented attachment to outcome-oriented thing, as opposed to let's just let the thing unfold. And then what we'll do here in just a little bit is we'll try to teach the fellas yeah. a, little, a little more what to do. Right, because I don't know if you read a post I wrote recently, but the average American, I don't even know if it's American couple, the average couples consider sex to be foreplay, penetration, orgasm. It's very male-oriented right. because it happens in three minutes. There's no woman having an orgasm in three minutes unless she's completely turned herself on and decided to jump her own husband because she needs a re release. Right, and that is, a, that is total chasing orgasm, chasing release sex that you're three, talking about. Three no, minutes no, sex no. is chasing no, orgasm. No, no, no. It's that's the that's the goal oriented type of sex that you're talking about. Because I, I understand what you're the, what you're referring to with the research that it's what I've come across on the research is from penal penetration to orgasm of a man, which is typically what sex in this research is is geared towards, is three minutes. A man oh. can be turned on basically at the snap of a finger. As that far makes as me so jealous. As far as yeah, as far as the mind getting geared up for it. When you get a little bit older, I think it takes two snaps. <laughs> but it's still not that long. For a woman to fully on all levels be ready for sex, what I've heard is twenty minutes. I think that's on accurate. average. It, it it takes that long to kind of get in the mood. So what's interesting is if you just go in go for the gusto, right out if sex is just sex without much foreplay, without much prep work, and without much engaging, she's ready for sex 17 minutes after you're done. Yeah, you're sawing logs, and she's mad. <laughs> exactly. So no wonder there's a lot of issues when it comes to this because an orgasm is a pleasurable thing. It's a good thing. It, there's all kinds of great things that happen in your brain and in your body when you have an orgasm. It's, yes, it's better for your health and your life. And it releases hormones that absolutely bond two hearts together. Absolutely. So when we talk about a relationship where the original um, dopamine is kind of wearing off, you don't have this whole love cocktail going on anymore, you, you, are, you are benefiting from 
everything that's released in orgasm, and, and it does bind your heart. Right. Even so, even average sex really makes two people closer together. Yeah, you're talking about the chemical oxytocin. Yes, oxytocin, like when we nurse our babies. Right. Same, same hormone. Yep, and that's that's the bonding chemical, the love chemical. Yeah. So. So we want you to smell good. I'm just going to give a female's point of view here. Go for it. And we'll remind our listeners, Corey and I are not married to each other. Right. But um, so when I say you, I, I don't mean Corey. I'm talking <laughs> on behalf of women, hey, men everywhere. I, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I know you are. So we want you to smell good, and we want our room to smell good, and we want to look good. And so that's why women are kind of have these issues with light lights, like, and just what makes us feel sexy and what makes us feel beautiful. I want my bedroom to be beautiful. Candlelight is going to make my body look a whole lot better than overhead lights. Yep. If you, if he loves to see my body, but I like it better with low lights. Right. So, and he looks better with low. I mean, it's just beautiful. Right. Our bodies look better in, in flickering warm colors. Right. Well, so, there's also the warmth associated with candlelight. Yeah, warmth all the way around. Warm feet, warm skin, warm bedroom, yep. warm lighting. Yep. Uh, so fragrance. Remember, we want part of the five keys to great sex that we talk about includes being in touch with your senses. So all of your senses, what you're seeing, what she's smelling, what she's hearing. So what kind of music is certainly not. The evening news, the 10 o'clock news is not going to be sexy. <laughs> TV in general is not sexy. <laughs> no, TV is not sexy. And in essence, a, a great point I think that's worth pointing out here is if you have a TV in your bedroom, get it out. Oh, I agree. Because that research shows couples that don't have a TV in their bedroom have more sex than those that do. Yeah, I'm going to add the laptop. I'm just not a big fan of the yep. laptop. And the phone and everything. Yes. I mean, just get rid of distraction and make make the bedroom. We've talked about this, I think, in a previous show. Make Absolutely. the bedroom only about sleeping, and rest, sex. and sex. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's your love your love temple there. Absolutely. So, um, so I always like it. when You know, one thing Paul made was a soundtrack for me. I thought that was so thoughtful because he's not naturally romantic. So the fact that he made a whole soundtrack for us to be together is right. really touching to me. Sure. And and um, that's also playing playing into your senses. It does play into my sense. Although I told you if there's lyrics, I sometimes get distracted when I start singing. Yeah. But hey, you can go with that. I can go. I mean, think about it. Let's go off topic just for a second. Think about when you're actually having sex. If, mm-hmm. if you go any length of time, you typically aren't connected the whole time other than physically. Right. You're still kind of in your own brain sometimes. You're in fantasy world. You're thinking about other things from the past to kind of get you in the moment. I mean, all mm-hmm. those kinds of, those are all disconnections if you get really right down to it. So why does it have to derail things if you sing along with a song, especially if it's something that helps set the mood? <laughs> I mean, if you're singing along with something – you know, that's a show tune or, you know, all of a sudden you bust out some Gilligan's Island, that could, that could re derail it. But, you know, if, if you were getting after it and all of a sudden, you know, you just get this going on <laughs> and you're singing and you haven't, get, what's wrong with that? That is okay. I'll, let's add that to the soundtrack. <laughs> well, I think it's just allowing, that's, that's kind of that idea of follow the connection that, 
if when you're more present, when you do get disconnected, if you're more present, you'll recognize it sooner. And then you can work to become more present again. You can speak up. You can say, hey, slow down. I lost it for a moment. Let's back up. Or, you know, hey, look at me. Or, hey, touch me here. Or, hey, I want to move to this way. Or, and, and it's kind of you being involved in your own sex life more, which that's the oh, goal. That is so key. And, and you know what? Um, millions of couples don't say anything. Absolutely. So we want to give you permission to please talk, yep. talk, have fun, speak up, giggle. Yes. Just enjoy yep. the whole process. So I also enjoy when he'll like think to put on this like electric pad or something that makes the bed hot when I climb in there out of the shower. Okay. Yeah, see, That's I, nice. I get over on my wife's side of the bed and lay yeah, there he'll, right? and, and warm it up with just my body heat. So when she climbs in, it's already warm. And yeah, anytime I do that, whether there's sex involved or not, just without fail, she will, you are a good man, Corey. That is you know? so sweet. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, well, I know, baby, because I can warm things up faster than you can. <laughs> so that's fine. I'm just, I have the higher body temperature, I guess, exactly. between the two of us. I know. These okay, guys so, are like sleeping with colds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, I, okay. I'll take your word for that one. Um, um, okay. Auditory. We like stories. We like. I I love for for my husband to share some fantasy. I'll tell him. So take me somewhere. Okay. You know. So I he, love if that. he can kind of take the lead, set the say set the stage, and even uh-huh. add some enticing things there. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So this is this is really all geared towards the idea of getting her brain engaged. Yes, that's exactly what. Getting it's her about. brain connected. Because my brain has been on 25,000 other things all day. And if a man thinks about sex every 75 seconds, which one study showed, a woman thinks about sex once a day. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. And then you you add to that, the male brain can actually get to a point where it's doing very, very much nothing. You know, where it's that whole idea of what are you thinking about? Nothing. (laughs) And that's true. That It it can actually get to a point where when 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 a man rests and just like sits and watches tv or does something like that and he can totally disconnect from what's going on he can just he can get to nothing point if a woman has a moment to just relax and rest her brain speeds up and all the to-do lists kick in and if you think about it sex is often often set up where well if i maybe i can just let her relax and sometimes Mm -hmm. that's not the best because her mind will kick into a different gear yeah, so, so take her where you want her to right, go. Right, so it's a pointed relaxing. And I right. love that idea of take her where you want to go. Fellas, step up and take the lead where you want it to go. It may not end up there, but she'll melt into that leadership more yeah. likely than yeah. if it's if it's left up to her to decide where it's supposed to go. Yeah, I like knowing that I'm in his fantasies and, and how they play out. Okay, so... We've got her engaged. We got her mind going. Her body's going to soon follow, mm-hmm. which means you're going to have all the different arousals, things going on. And this this takes time to unfold. So this is not just intercourse we're talking about. We're also talking about foreplay. It's foreplay of the mind, and it's also foreplay of the body. It's taking your time, kissing, caressing, massaging. I think you had in your article you talked about most women would rather have a massage than have sex. Yeah, absolutely. Combine them. Absolutely. You know, have, I know. Have a massage, 
Get some good relaxing going on of her muscles and the tension in her body and work your way towards the genitalia and the breasts. Don't start there. Yeah, don't start there. Because you, you have to work your way up to it. Because if you just dive right in, pun intended, it typically <laughs> doesn't go where you want it to go unless she's already geared up and jazzed. Yes. Okay, so then... We've set the tone. We've set the stage. Now we've got to achieve the orgasm. That's what we're talking about is unlocking the mystery of the female orgasm. And from everything I understand, <laughs> I'm not a woman. This is based off of my study and my experience, um, both in school and in marriage, <laughs> in that order. The clitoris has to be involved. Gee, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'll go to diagram one, no. <laughs> Dr. The, Ruth used to say, find the man in the boat. Find the man in the boat? The man in the boat. Okay. Well, the clitoris is typically at the top point, the top area of the vulva, which is the whole gene, the female genitalia. The anatomically correct term is vulva. It's often referred to as vagina, but that's actually the internal part Inside. of the organ. But the clitoris is, if you look at the very top, it's covered by the clitoral hood. And it's actually an organ that's similar to the penis in design. But the interesting thing is, and I'm not remembering exactly the numbers, but I think if, if you, the penis has like a thousand nerve endings or something like that in it. Clitoris has more. The clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings in it. And also, did you know this, Gina? The, cl the clitoris is on average six to nine inches long in women. No, because the majority of it's sense. up in her up in her body. You only see an inch, inch and a half, two inches at the most of it because it's covered. But that's that has to be involved. That that is the one part of a female body. That organ in and of itself is designed for one purpose only, and that is pleasure. Pleasure. Yep, that is I... the only reason it is there is for pleasure, and so for an orgasm to occur in a woman. The clitoris has to be involved, which means some touch has to occur, some pressure has to occur, some rubbing has to occur, some licking has to occur, something has to be involved that engages the clitoris. Yeah, it's got to be wet or it won't feel good. Right. And so you can work your, you work your way up to it because it does take time for the natural lubrication to occur. And that can happen. Plus, fellas, you can provide some, some wetness and some liquid. Yeah, you can. And if the whole, if the, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, she's not gonna let me go down on her if she's not aroused, then you know, lick your fingers and and just play with her. If, if, you know, you're laying on your sides and looking at each other, and you're connected, and it, you will be able to take her someplace that she can't take by herself. Right. Some some people will say to the women that the benefit of them learning how to masturbate or pleasure themselves is that then they can show their their husband. And I I'm sure that works for some women. I don't I would happen to be the opposite. I yeah. have to say, "Oh, hey, tell me what you're doing down there cuz I can do it when you're gone." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he does. All I know is he's puts me over the moon right and one of the best things that ever mm -hmm. happened in my marriage and in my sex life was school actually i mean here i am like 32 at the time mm -hmm. and i take a human sexuality class and i learned more in that class 
to impact my sex life than I had the prior 10 years of marriage. Oh, yeah. You guys got married young like we did. Yeah. Huh? And, and it was one of those, I mean, one of the best counsels I've got, I've given couples, especially fellas, on yeah. how to improve your sex life. Take an anatomy class. Learn where everything is and, and what it does and what it's supposed to do and how it's supposed to work. And then have fun in the lab. Yeah, but you know, the goal here is to have your sex life be this whole secret garden. For some women, there's this been a negative past, and so we might assume that if sex was negative or, or we had a, a bad experience in the past, that that's why maybe she shuts down or something. And we hope that in in this conversation that you're able to redeem this whole situation and come to a place where you're totally safe, where you're, I often say that the Garden of Eden was literally called pleasure and delight. We were created for this naked and unashamed kind of celebration of the erotic part of our relationship as right. well as spiritual and emotional. So we hope that it would be like a, a playground of adventure and, and pleasure that you embrace together. Right. And for those of you that uh, may have some religious hangups on this topic, if you read the Song of Solomon, and there's a debate on is the Song of Solomon a story of, a, of lovers or a story mm -hmm. of God and his people, I go on the poetry of lovers. Mm -hmm. And largely it's because there's some excerpts in there that refer to the woman's navel and how it is filled with honey. If you read the Hebrew, though, it's not navel that's being talked about there <laughs> it's a little lower but i think whoever it was that came up with modern day versions of the bible decided that's just too risque of language to put in there so we'll go navel so it's talked about the pleasures of our bodies are are condoned and blessed and talked about in the bible i think yeah. spiritually speaking that's where god is present in some of the most pleasurable moments. Yeah. So one of the things that I thought of while you were talking just a minute ago, Gina, was what do we do, what, what counsel do we have for the guys and the girls where, you know, sex is really just intercourse. Foreplay is, is uncomfortable. And so mm -hmm. what I've been raised with and done in my marriage is just sex. You know, I'm not, I'm not really comfortable with him going down on me or even using his fingers or anything else, you know, I don't want any kind of touch going on. I just want sex. There's actually some positions that can help. Okay. That can engage the clitoris. One of the things that you can do, fellas, even if you do the missionary position, is if you angle your body up a little bit onto her so that your belly upon penetration is rubbing her clitoris. The pad right above your penis actually can be used to engage the clitoris, but you do have to shift your body up onto a, and, and adjust the angle of penetration slightly to achieve it. It's not normal missionary position, although you still kind of stay top on, you know, you're right on top of her, but you just adjust your body up a little bit and that will engage the rubbing on her clitoris while you are having intercourse. And pressure feels better than friction. Absolutely. And then the other thing you can do is engage the G-spot, which is inside her vagina, roughly two inches, an inch to two inches on the un upside, the uh, upper side of her vagina. If you, we'll go technical for a second. If you stick <laughs> your finger in, you'll feel some ribs, kind of some ridges. It kind of feels like ribs inside there. That's the, that's the G-spot. And you can stimulate that with the head of your penis 
or your fingers, and that will also increase the likelihood of a female orgasm because you can engage that. And the the nice thing about engaging the G-spot is the position, the best to achieve that is a rear entry position because the angle hits it or let her be on top and let her position you so that she's, so that you're, you're engaging that part of her. And the nice thing of that is when she's on top, your fingers are free. You're not supporting yourself. You can engage other areas with your fingers. Yeah, that's a favorite position. That is very beautiful. It's sexy. It feels good to a woman. Uh, usually the guys like having breast in his face. Sure. Um, so that does feel good. And, you know, and the, because there's also these different levels of orgasm. There's orgasm there that's so internal, like we're saying, this vaginal orgasm, this yep. G-spot orgasm, this outside of the clitoris orgasm. I, that's why she can have so many. Exactly. But, uh, again, we don't, you know, the whole thing is to just be able to unfold together and enjoy this whole process. We don't want you thinking, oh my gosh, what was that? The G-spot, what? The fingers, right. where? Right. And she's going, ow! And you're going, oh, this is supposed to feel good. Um, <laughs> so let, let me know? offer, let me offer one thing real quick here. And this is to the, this is to the ladies. Because typically, sex can turn into male-driven pretty quickly. You know, it can shift into, well, okay, this is too much work. I'm just going to go ahead and get it over with. So one of the best things you can say, ladies, is slow down. You know, kind of take charge in a sense, speak up and just say, hey, slow down. Yeah, speaking of speaking up, if you vocalize like what feels good, just let your body respond vocally. Yeah. Uh, you'll increase the strength of those orgasms as well. Exactly. So giving voice to, to whatever. Yeah, and this is the counsel we've given a lot of times of speaking up. Because right. guys fall victim to the do what works last time mentality a lot. That, well, sex, sex worked okay last time, so I'll just do it again the way I did it before. <laughs> and it could be it just the things aren't aligned in your body the way they were the time before. And so you have to recreate something different. And so speaking up is extremely important. Even if that means he's achieved his orgasm, you haven't, but you still want to. One, a, a pivotal moment in my marriage was when my wife took, had the courage, cause she typically <laughs> was the pretty quiet one mm-hmm. when it came to our sex life. And we had a, a, a moment where we had sex. I was I was done, and she said, "You're not done, buddy. There's still work right. to work to be done here." And I was like, "Uh oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that." But it made me face some fears. Of okay, I'll face some of these uncomfortable things that are just going on in my own head and in my own body. But no, I want I'll stay with it. What do you want? And so we just kind of let it unfold from there. And it was, it turned out to be a great time. That is a good time. Right. Then that's where you, you're going to have to use other, other parts of your body to stimulate at that point. Well, so. sometimes, I mean, some, some men don't, don't need as long. That's true. And they can, they can get hard again and they may not be able to achieve orgasm, but they could achieve her orgasm yeah, again. That's nice. And that, absolutely. That's, you talk about a giving component to that that's a good thing so it's really i think if we were if we were to try to wrap this all up with a nice pretty bow this would speak to the women's senses there mm-hmm. to achieve a woman's orgasm what relax 
Let it unfold. Be present. Speak up. Engage the clitoris. Yeah, let her know you're there to please her. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that just came to my mind is I've heard of uh, a couple I was working with one time, and his frustration was he wanted her to always role play. He, he wanted her to, you know, fulfill fantasies. Right. Like he wanted to be able to come home and she would be dressed in some outfit or, you know, whatever it was. And he was always so frustrated because she never would. <laughs> and so the counsel he, w- he received was, well, do you ever role play? Do you ever greet her at the door role played? And he's like, no, I don't. I said, well, what, what do you think would happen if all of a sudden you met her at the door of the bedroom and all you had on was a tie? And you said... <laughs> Hello, ma'am. I'm Jeeves. I'm here to serve you tonight. It's good. Yeah, absolutely. And and it, but it cha- it challenges his preconceived notion of how sex is supposed to occur, where he wants her to take the lead. In reality, he needs to take the lead. If he wants fantasy and role play involved in his marriage, he's got to do it. He can't, oh heck yeah! He can't I hand the reins to I her and expect her to do it. I have a very recurring fantasy. My poor husband, he knows every time. It takes place on every exotic beach possible, and I say, "Here, honey, you be the hunky massage therapist tonight, and I'll just lay there." Okay. <laughs> well, That's like, oh great. Yeah. He used he used to kind of roll his eyes, but he's learned it always, always goes in his favor. Sure, and and that's that's the kind of stuff that can be when you when you talk about it and when you're open about it and and you speak up, it opens the door to other things too, and yeah. it opens the door to I'm I'm assuming Gina that in your marriage by being willing to speak up about that fantasy, it's increased your desire level a little bit too. Oh my gosh, he is crazy. Yeah, I'm crazy. I'm crazy for his him. So it's it is one of those things that it's it's work and it takes some effort and it takes some time to unfold and build to this level that we're talking about. Cause an, an orgasm may not be achieved quickly. You know, you could be a female that has not had very many orgasms in your life. We hope that'll change. It, it can change. Show. It absolutely can change, <laughs> but realize just because you try some of these deals or these ideas, or just because, Oh, now all of a sudden he's, all over my clitoris, that doesn't necessarily mean you'll reach the threshold of orgasm because then you could have some other things come up that get in the way and derail it. And that's yeah. that's the whole idea of working to be present more and working to allow yourself permission to enjoy more, to enjoy your sexuality more, to enjoy your husband or your wife more, to just let things unfold the way they do. Yeah, and a lot of that comes from loving your own body unconditionally. You got to drop the shame. You got to drop the judgment. You got to just let yourself be loved and be erotic, even if you got cellulite on the thighs or, you know, it's all, it's fine. There's actually a positive correlation. Yeah, there's actually a positive correlation. Share your your positive correlation. Between cellulite and good sex. A positive, there is a proven positive. Yes, there is because the best sex happens later in life, and that's when you're more comfortable in your own skin. That's when you realize who you are, and you're mm-hmm. not putting on any pretense or false personas, or you're trying to be somebody you're not. You're like, no, this is who I am, and I'm okay Absolutely. with that. And when you reach that point, sex gets dramatically better. Sex gets sexier. Ab- so there you go. Absolutely, and it gets more powerful. 
So start now. Hopefully you're listening to this podcast like hours before bedtime. So start now. <laughs> yeah, it is. If yeah, if, if fellas, if you're listening to this and you're at work or you're working out or you're driving, if you're driving, don't do it right now. But pull over, send her a little text, and say, "Hey, just thinking of you," yeah. and just let that. Don't don't add anything else to it, but start to engage her mind before you're even present, and then. Let things unfold. All right. Let us know how it goes. We love the feedback at feedback at com. Yep. And call us, too. We'll even, uh, huh. we'll love to hear your voice. You can call us at <laughs> 615-567-3996. That is 615-56-66 for those that like words. Yeah, all those different varying senses. <laughs> Well, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where we hopefully have begun to unlock the mystery of the female orgasm. Let's talk about So, sex. onward and upward. <laughs> Especially with the upward. Absolutely. <laughs> have, have more sex, everybody. Absolutely. And we give you permission, and you give yourself permission to enjoy it more. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Let's talk about